We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Joining us now, good friend, longtime broadcaster, uh, Jeff Brantley. Uh, Jeff, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing good, Billy. How you doing this morning? We are doing well. Tell us a little bit about this Reds team. A lot of optimism when I was out there in spring training, and neither the Brewers or the Reds at times have fared very well this year. Well, this club is is definitely built on starting pitching, and they have pitched well in the beginning of the ball game. They've had some hiccups at the back end, when whether they've been leading or whether they've been behind. The bullpen has been a little out of sorts, even though – they pitch much better in St. Louis. Uh, the problem right now is the Reds just aren't swinging the bats very well, and that's been really a consistent theme from day one of this season. Um, when you talk about swinging the bats, I mean, I know the Brewers are going through the same thing. One of the things that Craig Council alluded to was the way the team was built. Is there? A, can you build a team for 162 versus 60 and, and say, well, this team just isn't going to get out of the gate very fast when other teams are doing it? I mean, I, I know it's a weird year and I know it's a weird season, but can you, can you say that we're built for 162 and not for 60? I, I don't know that you can, you can really differentiate one from the other. Uh, you're, you're building a baseball team, and, and baseball players are just like any athletes. They're very unique in how they, how they perform. There are some guys that – start hot and don't finish so hot in a regular season. And there are other guys that may not start well. And if you're in a 60-game year where you're only playing a couple of months of, of real baseball, you, you have to figure out how to make an adjustment much quicker. You don't get a chance to just kind of fall into the season and just have everything kind of rise to the top. You have to start, and you have to start with pressure on you and you don't really get a chance to settle into comfortability. You've got to start right away, and some clubs have done that. Uh, the Reds and the Brewers have not. Uh, you look at uh, some of the guys that you were really counting on this year, a guy like Suarez really struggling right now. You talk about Joey Votto, hoping for a big season out of him. He's just hitting over 200. That's like Christian Yelich, where he's at right, right now hitting 194. Jeff, when you, you know these guys, and, and they're superstars in their own right, but when they get into a start like this, is this just now more mental? Is this like running in quicksand? You're trying so hard with a swing of the bat to put yourself back on the right track that it's just almost its almost tough to get out of your own way at times? Yeah, I think that it is. I think that's why during the postseason you see superstar players fall on their face a lot of times. And it's guys that are kind of also ran that end up being heroes because they don't feel the pressure. 
I think the more pressure that you put on yourself, the more difficult it is to relax and to perform. And the closer that we get to September 1st and, and on into September, uh, the guys that aren't performing, they're going to apply more pressure because you get in a you get in a position where you can win five or six ball games in a row. I, I think it changes the whole dynamic for your club. But right now, it just seems like that's not happening for these two ball clubs. Uh, you talked about pitching. I want to go back to that because Sonny Gray, Trevor Bauer, Luis Castillo, all off to pretty decent starts uh, this year. Uh, I know Luis Castillo has struggled a little bit, but I, I wanted to ask you how is is this pitching staff built for not just this year, but you got some quite, pretty solid guys in that rotation and in that bullpen. This thing looks like it's built for the next two or three years, right? Well, I think that's what the the Reds front office is is feeling, and I'm sure I I think that's the same way that David Bell, the Reds manager, feels. The whole, the whole key to this will ultimately come down to, to what happens with Trevor Bauer. I, you're going to have Sonny Gray next year. You're going to have Luis Castillo. Uh, you're going to have Wade Miley. I'm not really sure where Di Stefani fits in this, and I'm really not sure where Trevor Bauer fits because both of those guys are free agents. So the, the staff has been set. You've got a great starting staff, one of the best in baseball, but yet you're not swinging the bats very well. And that brings up another topic. I mean, if you're, if you're starting and you're doing well in your starting rotation, which normally would indicate success, does that mean that you try to go out and make trades uh, before the trade deadline, even in a shortened season? I don't know that the Reds are going to do that simply because they've got such a set lineup. I think they're happy with the players that are there. They're just not happy with those players' performances at this time. Yeah, that's kind of, that's kind of what uh, the general manager David Stern said here was uh, they know they or at least he believes they put together a pretty good team. They just haven't performed up to the expectation. And that goes back to, you know, obviously they lost Moustakis to Cincinnati and you lost a couple of veterans. Does it make a huge difference in a lineup when you try to replace guys that have been established veterans with younger guys that kind of are up and comers that don't have that same swagger at the plate, so to speak? Yeah, I think it takes a while for you to, to develop that confidence. Now, that's not to say you can't burst onto the scene offensively, but I think it takes a while to not only understand the game and how fast it moves at the major league level, but I think it takes a while to understand yourself and how you can compete in a 162-game world. Talking with Jeff Brantley, the Cincinnati Reds broadcaster, a good friend of the program as well about the Reds, about the Brewers, uh, the National League Central. Uh, I mean, obviously the the Cubs have uh, – I was looking for the Cubs to either fall on their face or take off, and they have played some extremely good baseball. They've been able to put it all together. You Darvish has been pitching extremely well, but their offense has been as good. Um, but this team's that, – that team's got a lot of question marks down the road too when you talk about free agency and such. They, they could be losing a few players. We could see a real shift in the National League Central here in just uh, one off season. you know? Yeah, I don't think there's any doubt about it. And I think there's a, a feeling in Chicago that they would like to be able to, to rise to the sun, touch that brass ring, however you want to describe it, uh, right now. Uh, they've, got a, they've got a lot of players under contract, which may not happen uh, as you move into future years. But that, that's just the nature of baseball. And, and that's why it's so important when you have that good group together, that core group, and that you feel like they can play good baseball, that you win now. 
I know that uh, there's some discussion because the Cardinals have only played 17 games the entire season. They're only three games back, and they're going by the winning percentage right now. Uh, I know they're going to try to make up a lot of games. Uh, look, I've said all along, if the Cardinals get back into this thing and they end up finishing second with all the doubleheaders and such that they're going to have to play, then they have flat out earned it. Uh, but if they end up having additional issues or games that they cannot play and make up, you get into the fairness aspect of this. I know some fans here have argued about that, whether or not the Cardinals should be considered that second-level team right now in, in the National League Central. How do you view this season with a team like the Cardinals that have had to miss so many games? Well, it's very awkward having to stop, basically stop your season for seven to ten days. I mean, the Reds had to stop for four days, and it really put a, a hiccup into the, the momentum that they had created. But I think that when you're having to stop your season, and I think we're going to see it again as we move forward where we're going to have little bumps in the road, uh, it makes for a, a, a tough way to schedule. Um, the doubleheaders are there. The seven-inning doubleheaders are not um, anything compared to two nine-inning games. And I know we were only talking about four different innings, but the way that the seven innings are structured, they're quicker ball games. Uh, you get to the, the point in the game of, of criticalness where you've got to move things around. I, I just the, – the seven-inning doubleheaders that, that the Reds have played that we have done, I thought they moved great. I didn't have any problem with the game. It seemed like there was big energy on both sides for both games. Now, in the past, when we've had nine-inning doubleheaders and we've played a game at 1 o'clock and then you wait and you play the second game, say it, 5 o'clock or 6 o'clock at night, and you're at the ballpark for 12 hours, uh, those games don't have quite the same energy. And I, I think they're difficult to watch. I think they're more difficult to play. And, and I think they hold a, a real a real weight on the players for the following days. If you, you have a doubleheader on a Saturday, Sunday and Monday games are not going to be the same. Uh, Jeff, as a guy that was a reliever, I wanted to ask you this: uh, Do you like, uh, you know, going out to the hill in an extra inning ball game with a runner starting at second base? <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> I don't like it at all. Uh, out of all the out of out of all the things that that we have changed and and kind of maneuvered in in this COVID season of baseball and the changes going forward, that's the one. Uh, decision I think baseball missed on. And, and I realize they're trying to speed up the games. I get that. But for a player that you make your living on one or two pitches in a ball game, uh, I like for the guy to have to earn his right to stand at second base. Yeah, uh, I, I do as well. I'm more of a traditionalist that way. I know what why they're doing it. I just don't necessarily agree. Jeff, always a pleasure. I know uh, it's a weird year, man. I miss seeing you, but uh, we'll get together real soon. You take care of yourself and everybody down there, and we'll talk again, okay? All right, Bill. Take care. Appreciate it, buddy. Talk to you later. There you go. Jeff Brantley, uh, broadcaster for the Cincinnati Reds. Uh, the Reds, 7-10 start time tonight. Uh, out at Miller Park. Uh, as a matter of fact, you've got four in a row with Cincinnati, seven ten start times, and then the Pirates come a calling for the weekend series on the 28th, 29th, 30th, and then on the 31st as well as the Pirates. Uh, and the Brewers are going to be looking to get a little revenge against the Pirates. So maybe, maybe by the time we talk again, say next Monday, the whole situation has completely flip-flopped. The Brewers and the Reds, both of these teams offensively right now a little – 
anorexic when it comes to getting fat on the bone. They just haven't been able to do it consistently. And maybe the Pirates come in and really play like the Pirates have played, and the Brewers are able to get fat. So you get maybe three out of four against Cincinnati, maybe get three out of four against Pittsburgh. You get a little bit healthy and uh, offensively at home, and who knows? Maybe we're talking about a completely big, big old flip-flop by the time we uh, reconvene next Monday. Uh, This portion of the program brought to you by our good friends over there at the Biofuels Association. You're out there cruising around right now. You're looking around. I was doing it over the weekend. A lot of God's country. Oh, my God, a lot of great riding in God's country this weekend. And uh, you see the corn just rows and rolling hills of it. It's beautiful, and then you think to yourself, some of it is going to be sweet corn. Some of it, feed corn, and others, petroleum. That's right. It's going to be uh, refined. It's going to be made into ethanol, which is motor fuel. And when you want to find out all the facts and you want to dispel all the myths, that's our friends at the Wisconsin Biofuels Association. Look, uh, if you're going to do anything to help the farmers and have it uh, kind of be a trickle-down effect for the farmers, the refinery workers, the truck drivers, and the dispensaries, think about all of those that you touch when you buy Unleaded 88 or E85. If your car is 18 years uh, young, so to speak, or... If uh, your car has that flex fuel badging on the back, the green flex fuel on the back or on the uh, gas cap, you can run E85. Both of those are locally produced right here in our own backyard, the upper Midwest, and you're doing something great for the farmers along the way. Think about the Biofuels Association. Go to uh, abetterfuel.org. That is abetterfuel.org. And see for yourself if your car can take it and do something good for the environment, do something good for the farmers, and all the money stays right here in the upper Midwest. So really, really good stuff. By the way, Jeff Brantley joined us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider hiring drivers right now. You work hard. They treat you fair. 80-plus years they've been doing it. Call them, 844-PRIDE, or go to schneiderjobs.com. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.